0: Ready. I guess not. Coming to you, live as hell. Not really live today, actually. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast. Tommy's in the bathroom. It's your host it's at Drunk Shy Socks yes. Fan on Twitter. And here he comes from the bathroom You're freshened such a bitch. up. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs>
1: and Hot Take Tommy. On this episode of the Sons of Hanarchy Podcast, we are ready. Thank you, Ja Rule. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. It's been two weeks, bro.
0: It's been two weeks since we've been together. Uh, this is Steve-O's back in the house. Sons of Honarchy Podcast. Uh, yeah. The
1: Sons Steve train has left the station.
0: Unfortunately...
1: Unfortunately, sorry, so. <laughs> you can
0: replace me with Joel. All of this is brought to you by us. Make sure you rate, subscribe, review to your favorite four-star White Sox baseball podcast.
1: Amen. Amen, sister.
0: We are live usually on YouTube. We're not live on YouTube this week. All we're right, just time for that. we're doing it old school uh, with a couple microphones, a, a MacBook Air, and a couple <laughs> cell phones full of notes.
1: MacBook Air from 2017.
0: Uh, Just just chugging along Absolutely But we're in person too Which is a lot of fun Tommy and I have been doing A lot of remote Yeah And and it's nice to finally Be in person Face to face Chilling We got the mics are hot, dude, and I, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about.
1: The best part of it was, you know, we we're in person for the first time in a long time, and uh, Steve had to wait for me to go to the bathroom so that he could fire up the podcast because I was too busy bullshitting this whole
0: time. Tommy with the bladder of the 80-year-old <laughs> man. Honestly, I don't know who has a worse bladder, Look, you or Adam from Kansas City. Adam Casey, funny. 1980. That's our
1: funny, guy. but... How that's bullshit of you Because I'm trying to say something nice About like I'm excited to talk to you And bullshit with you And you're like let's start the podcast well, And I'm just trying to connect with you You're man. such a kind And soul. then you're out here like Absolutely. As soon as I'm trying to compliment you You're like this guy's bladder is a fucking pee Isn't <laughs> it
0: like- <laughs> Incredible. Hey, You want know come on What would this be without me throwing a little shade at yes. you Right away especially after True. all the shit True. That you and Joel gave me last yes. week Which was so- fun you did not need to put an APB out on me. I was fine. <laughs> Got back from no. the karaoke bar on exactly. Friday just fine. Exactly. I was I was I woke up way more hungover on Saturday or uh pardon me, Sunday morning than I did on Saturday morning. Which is so, funny
1: cuz you were out until whatever hour of the morning doing karaoke that, oh yeah. the night before you woke up and you were fine.
0: I think they were ready to kick us out. We were out <laughs> so fucking late that first night. Um such a fun time out in San Francisco. I just want to give a shout out to all the people that were uh, in San Francisco with us. Uh, I mean, we got Janice who was out there. Herb Lawrence ran into Chris Tannehill real quick on, at the Friday game Wow. he was there with the misses, So he didn't spend as much time out. But uh, Herb went out with us with Courtney, his fiance, which was a ton of fun. Incredible. Um, Janice was there. I don't know. Did I mention that Janice was there already? Well, no, you mentioned it now. There we go. Janice was there. <laughs> um, we got the Atwater, so Alexis and Dalton, uh, Adam from Kansas City, Adam, and his you- wife um great dude um shout out to adam for uh you know making sure we all stayed at the same hotel too which was which was awesome at at park 55 you saw the views tom the views
1: were pretty fucking lit you can see the ballpark right out your window it was really really cool
0: it was fantastic uh luke taylor was there uh and, and we and we met some new friends as well um so shout out to uh dump you know dump on the ump that, yeah. that twitter account yeah yeah his name's joel in real life it's not richard oh, um uh, richard uh pe- people apparently were calling him richard so i actually called him richard to his face when i first met him and he's like my name's not richard it's joel uh, but shout That's out to shit joel that would happen to you bro what great dude uh <laughs> not not joel like joel brand but the the joel from from dump on the ump um, Yes. and uh and then shout out to Greg, uh, Moraz. I think I'm pronouncing his name. We met him, uh, just a new White Sox Twitter personality. Greg Moraz.
1: Is he related to Jason Moraz? Uh,
0: pr- uh, spelled differently. Ah. Uh, an O instead of an A. Damn. Uh, but shout out to all those people in, in San Fran. And I really hope I didn't miss anybody. Um, but that was that was the crew. Um, and it was a ton of fun out in San Francisco. And obviously, I got time in San Diego and in la slash anaheim as well yes Willie he um, shouts host, to Willie for hosting for host being with the most oh he absolutely was so blast in san diego caught a san diego versus philly game um and then we went up to anaheim for a couple games as well oh um, you didn't
1: go to la you went to anaheim it, it was
0: anaheim they should not be <laughs> the la angels they should not be the la angels of anaheim they should they should honestly they should go back especially with their California new city angels. connect jerseys by the way, I like their City Connect jerseys. They're, they're nice. very, They're very nice.
1: Both the uh, California teams that came out with City Connects this year, the San Diego Padres, their City Connect is You like lit. those San Diego ones? I think they're amazing. At
0: first, I didn't like them, but they're growing on me. I was like, what is up with this beach ball nonsense? It's
1: fucking flame, bro.
0: It, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And and their promo video uh, helped me really fully understand the City Connect jerseys, too. Yeah. So, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And and in Anaheim we stayed with um we had an Airbnb with Sox Optimist. Uh um, yeah, yeah. Out, out there. Um he's from LA. So that was an absolute blast uh to be with those guys out there and and catch one White Sox win, one White Sox loss in Anaheim. Um but hell of a trip. Shit. Yeah. Um San Diego, LA, Anaheim, San Fran, Yosemite. Yosemite. <laughs> um Absolute incredible trip i'm glad rage against the machine rage against the machine not in california even though they're from la um yeah i went to the rage against the machine show last night in east troy um if you are listening to this podcast it'll probably be dropped before the monday rage show um it should be dropped before the monday rage show i'll put that up on tommy um if you are rage against the machine fan I would highly, highly recommend you go to one of those shows at the United Center because that show at East Troy was phenomenal. Getting out, getting in and out of Alpine Valley is a bitch, but the show was a lot of fun. Why are you trying to
1: shit on you know, skiing in the Midwest, bro? Like, What's wrong with it's skiing? It's not ski in- season,
0: baby. <laughs> no. So Actually, it's funny. I think my dad actually... I think Alpine Valley is the ski resort. It may have been a different one, but I want to say it was Alpine Valley was the ski resort where my dad completely shattered his leg and had to get airlifted to Milwaukee. Yeah. I never told you this story. No. Yeah. So my pops regular listener of the podcast, um, shattered his leg, uh, on a ski trip one time and he had to get airlifted to (laughs) Milwaukee. Oh my God. And, uh, it was either there or Crystal Mountain. I can't remember what, what ski resort it was, but he has a rod in his leg to this day. You're shitting me. I, I cannot make this up. How yeah. does he get through metal detectors? He doesn't. That's the thing. It <laughs> always lets it off at the airport. And they're like, what are you hiding in your leg? And he, he's like, I promise I have a Cut rod. me open. Take a look. <laughs> Cut me! <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, shit. But thank you for holding it down while I was on vacation. That was a much needed two week vacation. Yeah,
1: dude. My God. I was really happy for you to be able to just like unwind and just I could tell just based on the well, the drunken voicemails. Right. But the (laughs) the um just the like the fucking way the smiles that you had, man, on the on the road, like I could tell you were where you needed to be, which was great
0: absolutely and absolutely. um joel and, had fun I, exactly so. and <laughs> when you replace me with joel in the future uh on a regular yeah, so basis what no, is this Fact check fact check all that right you have for all right so you, I, you don't
1: you did not tell me what this is but you're you have a critique from last week you know show.
0: i um i i had them on my laptop and i don't have my laptop in front of me tom <laughs> so i might have to reference this later um i'll, I'll give i'll rip on you and joel later but I, I think it was more something that you said um
1: I'm sure I was perfect and it's not a problem but uh I mean it goes to show you can't remember right now I must've been perfect so.
0: Oh yeah, 100% perfect <laughs> especially after my dad texted me and was like, "Damn, you were missed on this week's show." <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh uh, no. But you know, I want to stay positive first. And and the White Sox lost their first two games against Detroit. This series I want
1: to stay positive the White Sox lost two games against Detroit <laughs> right <laughs> real, positive, real positive they
0: absolutely whooped ass on Saturday yesterday mm-hmm. we're recording this on Sunday morning mm-hmm. before the Sunday game uh, I want to sing the praises of someone who you have fought for in the past and you've said this would be a good pickup for the White Sox this is somebody the White Sox should look into and I was like no this guy is washed what the fuck are you talking about Johnny fucking Cueto, man. 36-year-old Johnny Cueto, baby. He has been legit. He's been fantastic. and God's Goddamn legend. I, I thought that he would be a really good fourth, fifth starter on this team. He's and our
1: fucking stopper, bro.
0: Right now, he's <laughs> been one of our most consistent guys. I mean, shit, has he been our third best starter this year when you look at everything? No, he's been our best starter, bro. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Well, uh, he's better than
1: Kopech. Like I, your fucking man's has been a struggle bus.
0: Hey, he's gonna figure. Talk, it
1: out, You man. can talk to me about K per nine I, all you I want. Mean, he
0: has not since the knee, since the knee yeah. issue, Just the tweak. Um, knee. since you turned on that TV and cursed him that, oh, that one Sunday afternoon.
1: And hey, what? Who picked up the fucking slack when he tweaked his knee? By the way,
0: Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto's bit. Well, actually, he did not look good that game. No, he didn't. Um, but he
1: was on two days rest. Like what the right.
0: Fuck? Um, <laughs> John, here's the thing with Johnny Cueto, man. Um he, on the road this year, has been absolutely fantastic. I thought
1: you were about to talk about how he always, like, runs the stairs in, like, the visiting ballparks and posts it on Instagram. Is that actually a thing? (laughs) Yes. Every ballpark he goes to, he takes – he, like, runs up and down the stairs, and he's in – whenever he gets to the upper deck, he takes a video of himself sweaty as fuck and is, like, "Uh, can't do anything without God. And, like, in Spanish. But he's, like (laughs) – and then he just films the ballpark and then that's it like that's the that's, that's amazing video. like god. every ballpark bro
0: like <laughs> to me like johnny cueto is kind of a meme but at the same time <laughs> i mean he is I mean, he is he's, especially with the ambulance <laughs> that he turned you saw that yes, right the
1: ambulance that's got turned hundred
0: speakers in it oh my god turned it into a ba- <laughs> party van yes. absolutely incredible yes. um and his horses bro don't forget and, and the horses that's right um we're not talking about what might be below the waist um <laughs> Johnny Cueto has been honestly everything the White Sox have needed and more. Right. Um I just want to tip my cap there. Um maybe it doesn't look amazing when you look at the advanced metrics but he's getting the job done. ERA he's, under 3 baby. ERA is under 3 and on top of that like his road starts have been better than his home starts or his home appearances. But then again, that's the whole team, bro. <laughs> right. Uh, this whole team has struggled at home. Um, so I just, I, especially over what we've seen in the last couple outings from Quato, keep up the good work. And the fact that he went eight innings yesterday and only gave up all, or only, yeah. Didn't give up a run. He's the fucking goat. 101 pitches. Okay. He's the goat. Baby. Geo can't even get through six without 101 pitches. So <laughs> like once again, shouts to him. Um, I'm just really surprised by the way he's performed. This well, game.
1: he's resurrecting the outs is outs theory for me. You know? Outs is outs. I guess. Outs is outs, baby. Doesn't matter how you get them. No, Ooh. I, uh, I, I'm really happy. He's, he's like, it's one of those where it's like, I really need to get the t-shirt or the or the jersey, the jersey. because, like, it, it's for me. For me, especially, it's a fuck you, Steve. I was right moment. So. <laughs> I really need it for that. If nothing you else, know,
0: I will. I will admit it. I will absolutely <laughs> admit it. I thought Johnny Cueto was going to be washed to high heaven, and he's actually been solid. So
1: he's been he's been one of the most reliable guys that we could count on coming coming in on the mound. Um, I the only thing that I would think this team needs, you know, we we're gonna have a segment later where we talk about like things that we'll do to fix the team, mm-hmm. um, because you know if we're not in charge, we should be. One of the things that I didn't mention, but I'm gonna mention now, is that we need to get one of Johnny Cueto's horses, like stabled in, at guaranteed rate, <laughs> and have him ride that motherfucking horse out to Ooh, the mound,
0: like uh, in whatever what? walk-up song. Yes, right.
1: Yes, have him play his like his Pigeon. song.
0: White Sox. What number is he? I don't even know. What, what the fuck thirty-seven or some is. shit? I thirty-seven. Don't know. I don't think forty-seven. That's... He's got to be forty-seven, probably. Right? I don't know. I'm gonna we'll go figure with forty-seven. Out. So, but yeah,
1: you get the the Gene Honda, you know, f- pitching for your Chicago White Sox, Johnny Cueto, and then he comes out on a fucking horse, like all the way to the mound. Do you you don't think that would be the no? I think it would be absolutely fantastic. That would be the most incredible. I would be absolutely fantastic.
0: Chick. He's worn the same number his entire career. It's forty seven. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that was close. 37, 47. Look, I'm. <laughs> meanwhile, I'm like Johnny Cueto. Greatest pitcher of all time. About to buy his jersey. Don't know his number. <laughs> What's his number again? I can't remember. No, fuck me. I mean, like, <laughs> hey, I was I was kind of close. 37, 47, whatever. Fucking right. put it in the rafters, bro. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, look, I like, for all honesty, though, like, we, we keep talking about, like, how can we make the ballpark experience better? Like, you know, the, the easy answer is shorten the lines, getting in the ballpark, like, get more concession, more people in walking up and down the aisles, more vendors johnny
0: cueto knight in shining armor
1: johnny cueto with a fucking horse <laughs> you know you know this man
0: oh shit i
1: swear to god and then we all then we'd like you could have like a fun like side story about like the horse handler for johnny cueto who's been hired full-time by the <laughs> white Sox. figure out who that guy is get his backstory Oh shit. It, it'd be good man it'd be
0: really good it'd be that'd be a great guest for the podcast yeah. For sure. The horse handler.
1: And then the horse, like, escapes in the se- in the seventh inning stretch, runs around the field. Got to get a fucking cowboy okay. out on this bitch.
0: You know how uh, Atlanta has beat the freeze? Yes.
1: You're, we'll be, we'll have a fucking horse. Race the horse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. J-
1: race Cueto's. And, and Cueto's the fucking jockey every time oh, be, on the horse. That'd be Like, you're racing oh, Johnny Cueto and his horse. There you go. In whatever you have. You know, like, you've got...
0: Holy shit.
1: <laughs> You're drunk ass trying to chase down Johnny Cueto on a, on a <laughs> horse. Like, that's fucking hilarious,
0: bro. There we go. Oh, my God. We need these moments. We need these, these, okay. moments that was, we need these that promotionals. That was a, fucking, that was a crazy sidebar. That was not intense. Absolutely. Well, hey, let, <laughs> let's talk about starting pitching real quick. And yeah. uh, obviously, this Detroit series um, lost the first couple games. And, and one thing that's really been glaring to me. Even though he looked really good in the San Francisco start, um, he did he looked particularly, great. Um, and and you know where I'm going with this. Um, Lucas Lucas, Lucas Giolito um, looked fantastic on Sunday. Struck out the first six, seven guys, right, mm-hmm. and uh, and cruised for for most of it. Yeah, um, through six, and a six third. plus. I um, think he
1: got through like without a like.
0: He gave up a run. Uh, he had he, a couple hard-hit balls. Uh, Jock hit that one yeah. that went deep that would have been out in most ballparks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, and,
1: shit. I was talking about Detroit. Oh, appearance. well, yeah. Well, and it, in the Detroit. Continue, continue, continue. The Detroit
0: outing was was he got the L, um, which was But not in
1: Detroit, he, he went through five full innings facing the minimum, and then he gave up a hit in the sixth. No, he went through six full innings facing the minimum, I think um and like he gave up a hit but he got a double play to clear it so he like anyway he was like really really good through six and a third or whatever it was and then couldn't get a fucking out after it he just yeah
0: like after the fifth he seems to be hitting a wall which is not fantastic that's not something that you're looking for in in your starting pitching right um should we give him the blake snell treatment what is the Blake Snell treatment? So in if Tampa, I get the Rona.
1: If I get the Rona <laughs> No. <laughs> but it was when he was in Tampa Bay, right? Their their metrics said do not let him pitch through the third time in the order. And like no matter what, even if he fucking had a no hitter, they were like, You are not facing the third time through the order. You're just right. not gonna do it. Because whatever Tampa Bay's metrics. And he was fucking almost Cy Young caliber because he was just, like, mowing people down. And then they were just like, all right, that's enough. Uh, Do we give the same treatment to Lucas Giolito?
0: I really think you got to start thinking about it. Um,
1: I say there's no fucking reason not to. You could piggyback fucking Raylo on him. Why not?
0: I would be okay with that. And they're two very different pitchers, too. Exactly. The fastball change versus fastball slider. Ray yeah. throwing harder than Gio these days, yep. obviously, because he's coming out Lisek of the pen. Lopez, baby. Um, Yeah, and your guy, Lasek Lopez, uh, who has really not been terrible this year. He hasn't been great, but he hasn't been, like, god-awful. Um, he's reliable. I wouldn't call him reliable yet. I'd call him the best pitcher on, that, on our he's team. He's not on that Kendall Graveman, <laughs> Liam Hendricks Type level. Well, yeah, but, but he's like
1: on the Hector, San, Hector Santiago kind of level. You know what I'm saying? Like That
0: might be a stretch, too. Oh, well, but, okay. And plus, Hector Santiago needs this sticky stuff.
1: Right. So. Like, let's get Hector Santiago some sticky stuff and bring him back. You know, there let's, it is. let's
0: start there. Um, let's sign an extension I, I, with Quito. I actually like your idea. <laughs> I, I usually don't say this a lot, but that, that piggyback <laughs> of Gio and Lopez, I think, would be... Absolutely phenomenal, because we've him, seen give it. Give him the Snell treatment,
1: and then get like somebody, a long reliever, right on his backside. Right. Like- we've
0: seen it time and time again this year, over his last two months of starts, mm-hmm. that he hits the fifth inning, and maybe he struggles a little bit in the fifth, but then when he starts to hit the sixth, the wheels really start to fall off. Right. Um. It's happened in so many starts this year, against Tampa Bay, against Detroit, against... I want to say there was a start against Minnesota that was mm-hmm. like that this year too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no reason for him to be pitching through the third time of the order. I know you want to keep, you want to be reserving your bullpen. You right. don't want to make sure that you want to make sure that your bullpen arms are are well rested through the back. Stretch That's why the you year. have Johnny Cueto, though, bro. I just don't want to see Cueto out of the bullpen. No, I don't. And and he has not been good. Uh, well, because he's yet. not a fucking bullpen. He, he, and, he, and he's not and he's not a mid reliever either. No, like he's no. not a mid reliever. He's not a guy you're gonna bring. But that's to not that's not game,
1: the but, object. The, the and question, neither is Vince right? Velasquez. I, I actually Vinny Velo,
0: baby. He he has not been good. I'm surprised he has not been DFA'd yet. Uh, he's not good, but I love him. Um,
1: there's no there's it's an it's one of the it's like your love for Yoan Moncada, right? I don't have a good reason to love Vince Velasquez, but I do. I'm glad you brought up Yoan.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve myself yes. until we get to Yoan. Th- let's get Let's get later. I w- have one big question for for you and Lucas Giolito. And actually, I saw our our, our guy Nick Morawski, uh, who yep. who we've been a, ho- uh, a co-hosts, guests. guests. Uh, uh we should call us guests of that podcast at yes. one point um, when he was doing Good Guys Talk Back on the radio. Still is, still is, and still is. Uh, hardest working, one of the hardest working men in White Sox Twitter. I that's swear to God, that's absolutely true. Um, Facts, but he, I saw him just tweet uh, that the White Sox don't pay premium money for premium talent in the starting position, uh, starting pitcher position. So enjoy Cease and Gio while you have them. Fuck. Now here's the deal. Gio is struggling as we've seen this year. Yeah. Is he a hundred million dollar man?
1: He might be pitching himself out of that conversation. $100 million is pretty low, though. I think you're... That's Zach Wheeler money. I I mean, look. Like, he's proven it. I think the thing about starting pitchers is if you've got even one year of success and you've stayed around longer than that, one year, like you're representative after that year, you're worth $100 million. Like, it's just the way it is, especially if you're younger. Like, this day and age, people pay out their ass for representative pitching. Like, and and you get representative pitching from Giolito. What do you mean by representative? Uh, league average, bro. League average. Like, you're you're three four starters, like if you can slot a guy in as a three or four man and you know, like any any fucking competitor would take Lucas Gilito, right? For depth, what have you. Right, but
0: here's the thing. He's worth a hundred million dollars. Let me give I'm you saying. let me whether get, or not
1: he's whether or not he's good, he's worth a hundred million dollars. Let me give you a comp.
0: Guaranteed. Let me give you a comp to your favorite team in baseball and your favorite player in baseball. <laughs> Carlos Rodon, Right. Let's go. Sox didn't give him the qualifying offer, but the Giants gave him two years forty four mil. Right. Say Gio does not demand a long term yeah say he does not demand five years say he demands four do you give him even 80 do you give him 20 mil a year
1: okay so i think that's the that's the key is if he's not asking for a big long deal um i think i think he's gonna earn it somewhere uh at least four years 100 million i know that's that four that's years for hundred that's crazy whatever I think he's – I because he's young, too. He is young, but so, we're also
0: seeing a guy that had a great 2019, a pretty good 2020, a meh 2021, and 2022, I'm going to just say it, I, I call it how I see it, not good. You're telling me that the Angels aren't going to
1: overpay this man? You know what I'm saying? Like there, there yeah, are and there hometown, are dipshit franchises that are willing to and hometown pay. kid too, right? Exactly. Like you think that he wouldn't like do really well in Anaheim? He would do amazing in Anaheim.
0: I don't know if they're gonna pay him a hundred mil, but I mean, do you? If you're say you're Rick Hunt in a couple years, not the end of this year, but the end of next year when he's due money, are you paying him at least? 22 uh,
1: mil a year you, you lowball them you lowball you give him you maybe no there's no way they give a qualifying offer they're they're against qualifying offers for whatever reason because you could you could extend a qualifying offer if
0: he falls into that category you could if he pitches that well that's the big deal right he has to pitch that well that's true in that's order true. to get that qualifying that's offer good point
1: but i would say They're going to offer him something that's going to be a low ball by his estimation because he's one of those guys that we've talked about it like ad nauseum. He knows his worth. Yeah. And, you know, maybe his worth is a little bit different now than it was at the end of last season.
0: Oh, it absolutely is. However, comma,
1: I think when you look at a free agent, If you're not the White Sox, right, you look at him as just a free agent Mm -hmm. and you look at the whole body of his work and what he could be worth to your franchise. Right. You don't look at what have you done for me lately as much as, you know, a hometown fan would like us. Right. So I'd say, you know, another another team is probably going to be willing to pay out the ass for a quality starting arm like Lucas Gilito. And there's not a ton of I mean, look at this offseason. There was not a lot of like the best free agent was Robbie Ray, who's been total ass. Yeah. And Kevin Gossman, who's been, you know, yeah guys fine. Who, guy yeah. I mean And those were then like
0: two we want to throw Rodan in there too. Rodon, on,' a good point. And he's been fucking great. I mean, think about that. The white and that's my problem with not offering Rodon, the qualifying offer. Yeah. Okay. Is if that money was spent on starting pitching. And I said, I said this at the off season last year, if that money would have been spent (laughs) on starting pitching, I would have been okay with it. Number one, it wasn't. So you just let up probably the third best pitcher in free agency last year. The third, one of the best pitchers in baseball currently, like he, he is in that conversation
1: of currently one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's,
0: top ish tier
1: yeah top ish tier exactly so it's like if you have a guy that's in that conversation
0: and you had him under you could have just paid him a qualifying offer and he would 18
1: whatever yeah and then he could have like
0: it's just like Rick Rick Han
1: I'll be honest Rick Han fucked this up so much he did um but in Han we trust okay so (laughs) okay okay Let's uh, you know, we're going toward the you know, fuck the fuck the team kind of area anyway. We have both heard the conversation. You know, I I was listening to Bruce Levine and Mike Esposito, who was filling in for David Haw on the oh, okay. inside the clubhouse on no six seventy The Score. No idea who that other guy is. but yeah, good to no. know. He's a. Okay. Uh, it's the you know, morning show on Saturday. Saturdays where Bruce Levine like talks out his ass for a couple hours. But, um, Bruce. <laughs> It's it's pretty bad, but
0: shout out to the drunk Bruce account. One of my hilarious. favorite White Sox Twitter so accounts. So fucking. I know
1: funny. the person behind it. I am not allowed to share. So it. So goddamn funny. Um. Okay, but they were chatting, and the conversation turned to, you know, which is the dreaded conversation: buyers or sellers, White Sox. And you heard it. I don't know where you heard the conversation, but it's like it is a topic now. Like, well, I mean, it's just a played a topic ourselves because this, into that conversation. This team is sub
0: five hundred. Yep with above 500 t- with above 500 talent. That's true. A very underachieving, underwhelming team thus far. A team that was 6th or 7th in MLB payroll or is, I should say right now. A team that was in the playoffs the last 2 years and does not look to be on track to make the playoffs right now. No. At the moment. No. So buyers or sellers is is not just a, a question that's amongst Chicagoans and amongst White Sox fans. It's a question amongst all of Major League Baseball. Yeah. What are the White Sox going to do?
1: I think that that's a really good point. I think, like, nationally it's even more of a question than it is locally because locally we've all bought into the idea of, fuck it, we're all in. Mm-hmm. Um, but nationally people look at, you know, the assets that the Sox have – and they're, like, fucking licking their chops. Yeah, they, they're like, oh, this is
0: a sub-500 team. Exactly. That's, that's literally worse than the Orioles right now.
1: Literally worse than the Orioles, and they've got a lot of talent. So, what the fuck? Why not? Why don't we put an offer out? You Like, there's got to, like, Rick Hahn's phone's got to be ringing. It has to be. And he's and probably he's probably like, no, 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 look. I I'm trying to buy things. And he's like, and they're like, No, you're not. And he's like, No, I promise. And they, like I am I'm imagining Rick Hahn to be kind of whiny on those phone calls. <laughs> like, no, I, I want players. And they're like, shut the fuck up. Just like, let me take yours.
0: So So what do you think? What I, should Rick Hahn be doing? If you are Rick Hahn. You yeah. are you are a Hanbot, Tom. Exactly. So I think like first things first, fire Tony.
1: Right? Um <laughs> then Pick up the phone. And you. what you should do is you should try to make lateral moves, in my opinion. You should try to, you know, dink and dunk, like, try to get some wins on the margins, right? So,
0: what that means for me is, like... Isn't that what they did this offseason? No, Layuri Garcia, no. Johnny Cueto. No. Okay. Bullpen pieces.
1: Right. But look at the, the Johnny Cueto decision was a good one. Yeah, it worked out
0: really. That's the one that's actually worked out.
1: But... What I'm thinking is, like, obviously they made the wrong choice in, in not picking up Cesar Hernandez's option and then went and got Josh Harrison. Josh Harrison's actually been decent of late. He's been better. But what the fuck, like, you could have had, you know, anyway, doesn't matter. Um. I think that you could find, you know, a cheaper outfielder out there and then, you know, leverage a... Whoever, like one of our a million first basemen. Okay, so okay. so right now, Vaughn, right obviously. now your your
0: your major moves are fire Tony, obviously. fire Tony,
1: outfielder, <laughs> fire Tony and outfielder, outfielder. I you know this bullpen, fuck them. Like we're not like we should not be adding to the bullpen. We no, just shouldn't because well, it's like we, there's so much capital
0: mixed up into our bullpen already. If there's one thing you're doing, it's adding a lefty arm. Bennett Souza, bro. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head <laughs> at you right now. Exactly. Um, oh yeah, uh, Bennett Souza, and uh, who's the who's the good story with the the guy who Tanner Banks? Tanner Banks. Tanner Philly. Banks. Uh, see the fact that I can't even remember his name is is ridiculous. Tanner Banks. Uh, he's,
1: he's been fine recently, actually, which is you know. But it, no, look, I'm I'm just I am sick of putting capital like. Team resources into that bullpen and getting nothing back. There should be a way to find, like, most contenders have a way of finding bullpen depth within the organization, like reclamation projects. That's what bull, good bullpens are made up of. Maybe our bullpen's not good. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Maybe our player development needs some help, which it does. But I just don't want to, this midseason, Buy bullpen arms Well it's, it's not, not
0: even It's not even buying uh, I, I I think it's just well, doing Buy a little, Okay I see what you're saying You know saying Use yeah. like trade chips Whatever However you want to do it p- Give
1: cash Whatever There's gotta be the some to rental
0: There's gotta be some rental Lefty out there That the White Sox could add in Is all, all right. I'm saying because right now I don't want to deal that with that is a, a major on, Bro, that's a major weakness right now. Is, is, a, is a left-handed arm in the bullpen. I don't give a fuck about pitching, man. I mean, I want dingers, and we we also need I N G E R D-I-N-G-E-R. dingers. D-I-N-G-E-R. dingers. You, I mean, you missed the S at the end. Doesn't matter. But, um, don't need it. Dinger, dinger. Um, <laughs> I love that you brought that up with Joel last week, though, while I was gone. Because the White Sox power numbers are ridiculous. I mean, it's it's They're not so even weak, bro. Weak. This, this is a team. team is weak. Well, the problem is, <laughs> and, and this is what didn't get brought up is Joel said, "Hey, the Twins hit for average, um, and and they and their their offense is is better than yours. So what you know, what's the problem with just you know slapping the ball, hitting the ball, not hitting homers? And the problem with that in the White Sox case is that we don't have a bunch of guys on the lineup that hit for average." We have a bunch of guys that should have high power numbers. Right. And these guys do not have high power numbers.
1: So they're batting like 250 and they're not slugging.
0: Correct. This team needs to slug well. This team is built to slug well, and they are not slugging well. So, yes, Homer, not hitting homers, not hitting for power is the problem. Yeah. Too many balls in the goddamn dirt. Frankie. Yeah. So... (laughs) I mean, it works in men's softball. It does not work That's true, it does. here in Major League Baseball. It does
1: work in men's softball.
0: So, that I just wanted to bring up. That it also point.
1: works when you're playing the Giants, who are defensively one of the worst teams in baseball.
0: That is also true. Another reason why they succeeded against the Giants, particularly that Sunday. They're game. not playing defense. So. Absolutely whooped them. Um, now, you said the White Sox need to add a bat then. Who's, yep. you, who's your guy?
1: Look, I uh, I was looking around at you know, Bay Area teams.
0: Of course, (laughs) your favorite team. So no, that's what I that's what I looked to. Hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, because I looked at Ramon Laureano. Because immediately you're like, who's a seller? The A's, always selling, bro. Always be sellers. Um. Even though they're increasing their season ticket holder prices because they fucking hate their fans. That's hilarious. Fuck the They've owners. They've got to be moving, right? Fuck the owners of the A's. They shouldn't move. They should... The Whoever... I, what the fuck's his name? The owner needs to sell because they they there are fans in Oakland that would support the fuck out of that team. They've lost... The Raiders, they've lost the Warriors who went across the Bay to San Francisco, mm-hmm. and they're about to lose the A's. Like that's three fucking major league franchises oh, I know. overnight, bro.
0: Oakland's about to look like a bigger flint.
1: Yeah. It's like it's not cool. Like, but that the problem is that the the difference is rather that there's a huge influx of money and population to oakland because people can't afford to live in san francisco but they're still getting jobs out in san francisco anyway right. doesn't matter the point is that is a major league like that area deserves a professional franchise that gives a fuck and they don't yeah all of this to be said they they be selling right
0: yeah they're definitely sellers ramon Loriano. Uh, ramon right? Loriano and frankie montas are what they're
1: Frankie Montas is – the thing about Frankie Montas is he's not very good is uh, is
0: what it is. That's I'm sorry. The thing, that's I mean, number, number one, he's Frankie. injured right now. Number two, he's actually had a pretty fucking good season considering, but he's injured. So,
1: uh, not very good. Not something that I'm – I'm not barking up that tree is what I'm saying. Ramon Laureano, though, bro, the problem with it, the problem with it is that he's got two years of control, so he'd be expensive as fuck, not a rental. Um, so then, you know – uh, Steve, lovely Steve here, um, walks in or I walk into his place this morning. <laughs> he walks into his place this morning where I am already. <laughs> no, I, I walk into his, his place this morning. He's like, what do you think of Jack Peterson? Yep. And you're like fucking Jacktober, baby. You already uh-huh. know, bro. And this man hits dongs, baby. And where is his power? His power is to the right field side. Yeah. Let's He'd fucking go. He'd be a perfect fit. Go. I mean, the
0: fact that the White Sox didn't capitalize on this two years ago, um, the they fact that he was Jock. on the north yeah. side of the city before he was on the south side of the Doesn't city make sense, bro. makes zero sense. Doesn't the, make sense. The White Sox have missed multiple opportunities to get Jock Peterson on this team. I don't know why now is not the time. Get now him. is the absolute time to do it. The man is hitting the shit out of the baseball. You got an, you get another corner outfielder out of it. Yep. He may not be great defensively. It doesn't matter. Outfield defense is stupid anyway. Outfield defense wins championships. Um, we <laughs> talked about this when it comes to playoff time. But the problem is the White Sox need to get to the playoffs first. They have to right? hit fucking
1: dingers to get in the conversation anyway.
0: Exactly. And one thing that this team is missing, because Gavin Sheets Fuck. is not quite filling the void. He's good in small sample sizes, as we saw last year. Yeah, is they do not have a consistent, powerful left-handed bat. Jock Peterson is the answer to this problem. I don't know why the White Sox have not made this trade happen, or I I know why it hasn't happened yet because obviously stuff doesn't happen until after the All Star break when it comes to these bigger trades. Right, but he's a rental. He's not going to cost you much. Yeah, he's not going to cost you. Uh, a, a Jose Rodriguez. He's not gonna cost you a uh, Norhe Vera. He's not gonna cost you. Uh, well, fucking uh, what's his name? Lenin Sosa. He's well, not gonna cost I, I you. Well, I will Yoel-ki. caution you
1: here because
0: you're you're trading with Farhan's I eighty, right? So, yes, exactly. You know you
1: got to be careful with what you give. Because Well, he's a
0: fleecer. I mean, exactly. we are I mean, hence, you know, we saw your mean hit the double and score the run against the White Sox. Luis Just Gonzalez.
1: Yeah. Luis Gonzalez, fucking Luis Gonzalez, bro, the fucking rookie of the year candidate. Yeah, he was on our fucking team. Yeah. Good.
0: So great. I mean that's the thing though. I'm thinking sure, I'm though, sure there's the some project in our minor league system that the Giants are that are, you know, is further down the list, maybe like a number eight, number nine prospect. Yeah. That Mind you, the White Sox have one of the worst minor league systems in the league. So eight or nine is not that good. Farhan,
1: look at our team. Be like, "Mm, I'll take a pass. Well, I
0: mean, (laughs) there's gotta be somebody. There's gotta be somebody on that list. It's like, just like, yeah, that's somebody interesting. Entire
1: roster to Farhan and be like, what would you like?
0: Right. (laughs) Well, not the major league roster, please and thank you. Yeah. Um. And then I I did bring up left-handed pitching too. I don't know why I haven't looked to the minors yet. The White Sox have Hunter Schriever. I haven't looked at his numbers recently, but the first few months of the season, he looked fantastic. So I yeah. don't know why he hasn't been called up. Yet. No. Uh, but well, we love Tanner Banks. Yeah, Tanner um, Banks is good, bro. He's a great story. Bennett Seuss is great, dude. T- Tony's a great story, too, right? Tony, Tony is the worst story, actually. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that's the thing. Jock Peterson, perfect fit for this team. That would be the direction i go. Because I know we have had we had Alex Rudon, and, and he was big on Josh Bell. I like Josh Bell too, but then again Look, we could get Josh Bell, he's
1: a first baseman. That means he can play right field. That's right. We love first baseman in right field. Absolutely, it is the baby. best. Outfield defense. Doesn't Literally matter. when
0: when Kayla Kayla and I were watching the the game in San Francisco mm-hmm. on Sunday. I mm-hmm. wanna say it was the Sunday San Francisco game, and Vaughn was playing first. And well, it's
1: the first mistake. Jose play, plays first. But Jose Vaughn, plays first and bats third. That's the only thing that course. I know about White Sox baseball. There we
0: go. <laughs> but I think Vaughn was playing first that game, or it was another game we were watching on, on TV. And Kayla goes, wait, Andrew Vaughn plays first base? And I was like, as a matter of fact, <laughs> that's his primary <laughs> position. <laughs> Dude,
1: there's probably a ton of people that have that reaction, though. That's insane to me. Yeah. No. People
0: have forgotten that's his primary position. Gavin Sheets, primary position, first base.
1: And soon to be White Sox Josh Bell, primary position, first base. <laughs> well, well, like I said, the, the best part about Josh Bell, he hits for average. You know jock, what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> jock, please and thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Josh Bell. No, no, no. <laughs> Jesus. He's so that, that's what I got to say. 60
1: with like zero slugging. <laughs>
0: Like this has got to be Rick Hahn's last ditch effort, right?
1: Yeah. I I think this is and I I really do I I don't you said that you can't touch the major league roster of the White Sox. I disagree. I think you you might have to deal from the major league roster to get something. Like look, look, look Jock, Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson, he's a rental, but he's also an all-star right now. But he's a rental. I understand, but like when you're asking for an all-star bat off of a team who, look, we don't even know if the the Giants are sellers, right? Like, they they probably should be with the Dodgers and being the Dodgers and the Padres surging. You know, you might be able to say we had a great run last year. Maybe we kick the can until next year. Because it's one of those – they seem like they're going to be a team that's window is, like, perpetually, like, kind of open – so it seems like they could probably just be like next year, but we don't know that. We don't know that they might be like, "Fuck it, we're going for it," and then let me try ask to you a question. Buy from us, let, like. <laughs> let me ask
0: you a question. When the Dodgers traded for Manny Machado, can you name one player that was in that deal? Jesus,
1: no. I mean
0: but it's also you're talking to my the, point exactly I know my, my point is, exactly he's an all-star okay. and you don't have to right. give up major league talent for a half year less than a half year rental
1: dude i just i mean but the difference the difference is you're talking about the Orioles front office and Farhan i i i mean i know i'm like basically like groveling at the feet of Farhan like this whole segment but it's like it's just I think you have a different it's a different conversation, right? So and the when when you have these conversations, like people always talk about like, oh let's package these three guys that nobody cares about and we'll get an all star. Like, that's always what you do in these conversations if you're, like, not actually in the front office. You know, if you're fans, that's the way the conversation always goes, and that's not how it ever plays out because the person who has the talent that the other team would like, like the Giants in this case, they have all the chips. Like, they have all the power in the conversation because we want Jock.
0: You know, with how bad the Giants' middle infield is – I got the perfect solution. Yuri Garcia. You read my <laughs> mind, baby. Under contract, very team oh, no. Can play basically. Oh, anywhere. no. Can play
1: very poorly, you know. uh, league averagely, sir. League, no, Thank no, you. League. Dude, I... That would be hilarious, trading Leary... Gar- they would have Luis Gonzalez, Leary Garcia, and Yermin Mercedes, and they'd ride them to a fucking, like, division championship. Like... <laughs> oh, my God. No, I can't see... I I wouldn't stand for Leary Garcia in another uniform. I wouldn't stand for it.
0: Of course. I would not allow it. Please let it happen. Please, God. Um... I would literally trade Leary for a rental left-handed arm at this point if somebody ate the contract. Yeah, that's um, fair. I can't argue with it. All right. Well, Tom, obviously over the last two weeks, uh, the White Sox have been playing baseball, Thus, the, uh, though we have not recorded a podcast. Um, our big thing is that the White Sox have needed to go. 540 winning percentage, aka win yeah. 54% of their games. Yes, right.
1: That's since we had 100 games left in the season, we were saying that it's been 20 games since then, thereabouts. But let's just go from the last couple weeks, right. right? And
0: that's what the and they need to be in that 540 win percentage, 54% of their games, in order to be in that playoff contention window. So Tom, over those last two weeks, we checked the record and drum roll. Uh. <laughs> Negative. Five hundred ball club. Five hundred. Five hundred ball bro. Five hundred ball club. <laughs> bring a jacket. <laughs> <Sanchez>. <laughs> um, so good.
1: Jesus man, I. They can't. They just can't seem to scratch their way into the win column. Like it's just, it's it's kind of. I mean, they're sad, beating bro. themselves. It's sad.
0: They're beating themselves a lot of times, right? Like for example, the triple yeah. play game, the eight-five triple play, the first ever in major league history, eight-five triple play.
1: Fucking hilarious.
0: I, I and here's the and here's the issue, right? It's it's not even I, I said this I swear a couple weeks ago. It's not just Tony. It's not just the players, it's not just the front office, it's not just the owner, it is a collective. Something's wrong. It's culturally, and yeah. I know you can't measure that. Because on paper this team should be winning the division right now by Six, seven games. Yeah. Even if they were playing poorly. Even Even if if they were playing not to their full potential. And they just continue to beat themselves. Yeah. Whether it be Tony bringing in Joe Kelly when he shouldn't bring in Joe Kelly. Whether it be Yohan Moncada and Adam Engel making dumbass mistakes on the base. Yep. Whether it be Jose Abreu pounding yet another ball into the goddamn ground. Whether it be Luis chasing a fucking spider. Yeah. Oh, my God. On, Sliders, bro. bad move in the offseason or yep. not pulling the trigger on somebody early enough uh, before the trade deadline. Yep. Um, it's, at this point, I can't even blame Jerry. Um, the, the money.
1: Money. To, to yeah, we're, like, in the top six in payroll or whatever it is, so. It's tough. There are a lot of people who are ready to give
0: up. Are ah. you at I is, is the doomsday clock.
1: Well look. We'll look. Nearing a midnight. I uh this season is not I don't think this is the one, right? You know, but there's a lot of people under contract through next season as well. Oh, so you're ready to pack it up. I'm ready to make lateral moves and try to get marginally better this season. See if we can't, you know, Vi for – I'm not ready to go balls to the fucking wall for this season, right? Like, I'm not – this is not the – you know, when you're you're first in the division and you're like, let's trade – I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. We need major league talent so that we can go for the World Series. You know, like, that's not the attitude for obvious reasons. But I do think that you can get marginally better and tool up for this offseason, making a big move in the offseason, and becoming a contender – that actually matters for next season. You get, you know, a better management setup for, you know, in the off season, so that you can have an off season plan with new management, mm-hmm. and you could have yourself. You could look at a really, really cool, clean 2023 from the White Sox. I don't know, man. I I think I find myself more in that camp than anything else.
0: Ready? To pack it up, Tom. I um
1: hit I the road, watched Jack. the fucking July 5th game with the Twins just shellacking. It felt like
0: 2019, bro, where, like, well, the Twins hit a million I'll home I'll be runs. honest, it felt like last year, except the rolls flipped. Where... Remember when we went to that Twin Sox game with Joel? Yeah. And the White Sox were just absolutely lighting just up the scoreboard? Them. Right. Uh, On, like, Bailey Ober, or whoever was that pitching was, for them? Yes,
1: Bailey... Over 500? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Um, like, the White Sox just absolutely killing the Twins. Yeah. Right? It feels the exact opposite this year. The They're one fucking win against the Twins this year so far. One in five,
1: one in six? Right. I mean, it's so bad, dude. five or one in
0: six. Not great, Bob. Um, what if I told you right now that the White Sox, in order to have... Ha! Ha! Hilarious. In 30. Hilarious.
1: Never gonna happen.
0: Okay. Never gonna happen. So what's realistic for them? Uh,
1: What's realistic is... <sighs> Firing Tony. <laughs> That's really... I know it's like a... It's, it's a trope at this point. Like, this is what... Uh, but the whole fucking fan base wants this. Just do it to at least sate our appetites. Yeah. And then... Like move on, like there, you have to do something to shake this up. You cannot continue. Look, like I know we're not going to necessarily be the Phillies, but the Phillies fired Girardi and went twenty three and eleven. Yep. Like, yep. There's it, it. doesn't. It's not A plus B equals C in these cases, especially when we're talking about like there's something wrong with the culture of the team where it's like yep. The, the whenever something goes right, the other thing falls off like we have great yep. starting pitching performance but the, the team bullpen can't shits it Yeah, or, or yeah the team can't score, score runs or the team fucking lights up the like we get nine runs but then we give up ten like it just seems to be like one day to the next the team can't sink itself up something culturally is wrong and you can't point it on one single player or one like right. single like category where it's like the bullpen just keeps letting us down it's not that it's like for sure. something deeper You have to do something to address it. You can't just stand pat. If you stand... That's the worst thing you could do is just stand pat.
0: Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. And when there are cultural issues with the team, where does the finger usually get pointed first? Manager. The manager or the coach, right? And right now, Tony
1: should be seeing the door. Yeah, and again, we're not treading on like new territory
0: here we're not the first people to say it yeah i mean it's jerry's bff nothing is ever going to change in regard to that unless it's at the end of the year and tony's ready to finally pack his bags and go into retirement and (laughs) he doesn't have to retire bro he's fucking owner like it's like real estate because he got another dui like it's just insane to me that the white Sox have done nothing like They don't. It's it's panic. You should be in panic mode right now. You should be. You should be. They're not. In order to be be an 87-win team, just an 87-win team, they have to win 60% of their games. It's not going to happen. It's just. I think it's possible. 60% of their games, Steve. When you look at, and I know everybody's like, oh, the schedule's going to lighten up. Like, Like, I agree with that, though. I still do agree with that. Right now, you're, you're, you're facing the division. Those division opponents are always going to be tough on you. They know you in and out. Those division games, unless you're playing literally the worst team in baseball every single game, the, some of those games are going to be scratch claw bite. There's a reason why baseball betting is so hard. Yeah. At any given day, any given start, any given moment, right? So I think they can win 60% of their games from here on out. But that only makes them an 87 win team. I don't know if that's – hopefully that's good enough to win the Central.
1: It, it uh, 87 is probably going to do it, let's be honest. But book it. Josh Naylor is going to fucking ruin our season, bro. Josh
0: Naylor, book it. Oh, frick. The freaking Canadian. The wonder that is, apparently. You know, I just I, – I can't wrap my head around the fact that the White Sox are so goddamn talented. Talent top to bottom. Money was spent. And they're still this bad. It's absolutely absurd to me that the team is standing pat in this moment and nothing is being done. But on a totally different note, Tom, are you ready for this? I hope so. I mean, I hope it's positive after everything we just said. (laughs) You It is is fairly positive because you and our buddy Joel Mm -hmm. were – not giving Yoan Mankata the justice he deserves <laughs> the other day, particularly Joel. Like, Joel was basically on the air saying that Yohan Mankata was a bad player Right. last week. Yeah. And when I was hearing that in my ears in the airport. In my ears. In my ears. <laughs> I was like, what the hell, Tommy? Like, step up, baby. Like, by the way, the Twins infield is better this year. I, I got to give him that. Um, that is true. <laughs> However, comma. Gio Urshela is not better than Yoan Mankata. That's fucking... If I got a bone to pick... I got a bone to pick. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that bone to pick is with the guest co-host from last week. Joel, baseball card, sports card, whatever brand. Gio Urshela better than Yohan Mankata? You gotta be fucking kidding me. Just because Yoan Mankata is having a bad year does not mean anything an open letter to Yoan mancada cc joel brand okay the slander toward you Yoan, is unreal okay while it has been a rough season the worst season of his career even worse than his rookie season statistically there have been flashes particularly in the last 15 games Yoan is slashing 283 333 415 okay now, I know we would love to see those slugging numbers up, and that on-base percentage should probably be a little bit higher, mm-hmm. but that comes from the stressing, okay? Once Yoan gets back into that rhythm, once there's kind of a mental reframing for him, he's going to figure it out. He's making contact. He's making good contact. Hitting two eighty three, okay? As long as he keeps his head in it. Yoan, keep your head in it. Don't let the haters knock you off. He can do this. He is going to get back on track. There's no way he finishes the season with the slash line he currently has. Plus, Yoan, don't make me look like a fool. I've always been in <laughs> your corner, baby. Got your jersey after that 2019 season. So, don't make my love for you. Look insane. Period. End of discussion. Joel, you got to be kidding me, man. Gio Urshela, baby. Gio Urshela? <laughs> really? Really? Really?
1: Well, look, I mean, I have to thank you for the open letter. I think that that was very touching. I'm sure that Johan's going to hear that and be like, turn
0: up. Um, He's going to say, Billy, translate this for me, please. (laughs) He
1: has an opportunity to do something right today. He's leading off for your Chicago White Sox playing third base. It's the Tony special on Sunday. Oh, jeez. This lineup, yes, this is...
0: lineup is, is spectacularly Tony in so many ways. With Yoan leading off, Reese in the lineup. At least Reese is batting ninth. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tim's getting the day off. Um, I know they were talking about getting him some rest before the All-Star break because he's not going to get that full rest time right. during the All-Star break uh, being the uh, AL selection for shortstop. Really
1: quick, we haven't even mentioned that on this podcast. T.A., my favorite guy. All-star starter. Well-deserved. He, he means so much to this franchise, and to see him get his roses nationally is a big deal. And the fact—I I can't believe we didn't mention it. We should have mentioned it at the top. But I obviously, you know, and it came across in the announcement. The team made the announcement. Yeah. You know, people—the— the, <sighs> People aren't excited about it. People aren't up about it because, like, look, Tim's an all-star, well, it's but it doesn't of the team's matter. Performance. It doesn't matter if the team sucks,
0: right? So, thousand percent. That's
1: so, that's kind of where we stand on it. Tip a cap as well yes. to, to Tim for he being deserves it. so
0: damn good this year. Yeah, not just an all-star, but he is on the all baby mama team. Oh as my well. God. Oh. Kopech, so. My god. Sorry, I had to bring it up. <laughs> Unbelievable. I had to bring it Back up. Back
1: to the Sunday special though. Like this is the shit that r- makes me want to fire Tony every time I see it. I mean like it. why is
0: Gavin batting above boy? He hit a home run yesterday. He hit a home run yesterday, baby. Ride the hot streak. Um it it's just yeah, it doesn't make sense. I and I I don't think I don't know if Tony is fully responsible for the lineups. I think the analytics department know, probably plays a part in it, right? They have I don't to. know. Is our analytics department high? Uh, they're not good. Shelly Duncan should also be shown the door. He is yeah. fucking awful. I mean. Can we get somebody from Tampa Bay, please? Please? <laughs> yeah, no. Pretty please? Um, I want a to figure it out, too. You know, on paper. He I, can. He I, can. On paper, it looks. I don't know. It, it felt like it. Or no. From the eye test, it seemed like he's been doing okay, but um, I need I need him and Yaz to. Well, first off, I need Yaz to get Yaz healthy. back. Uh, Yaz back, and I need both of them to get.
1: I mean, give the fucking B- guy a week, bro. B- B- you fucking, give him a week. I know,
0: I know. I, I, who? A boy? Yeah, yeah. I, you're right. He's been up for about a week, right? Yeah, like let him Le- like, League average. Let, let him fucking breathe, him bro. No, guys, you man. no,
1: you need more than league average out of Aloy. League average is way I mean, is not, too low of
0: an ask. Fair, fair, good point. For Aloy's bat, yes, I need Aloy league average a outfield,
1: bit. and you need at least seventeen dingers. Yeah, I no, just, you need twenty to twenty five dingers. Fuck it. Like I know there's only, but if we're supposed to win sixty percent of our games, you're gonna need somebody coming off the IL to just go the fuck off, and Eloy is probably your best candidate for it. So, if you're asking for league average, Steve,
0: you are not asking enough. But the thing is, these guys aren't even doing that. No, they're not. No, Like, once all of these guys start hitting league average, we're going to win a lot more games. That's true. Right? Um yeah, I really hope. Speaking of league average, I hope Michael Kopech also uh, gives us a nice outing. Kopek's gonna fucking shit the bed, dude. I'm I've I have lo- I hope he proves I have you wrong. really lost He's confidence in him. Why if we're have talking lost about confidence who, in Michael Kopech?
1: Because I saw him get shellacked by the fucking twins, bro. I don't know. Man. Velocity velocity is an issue for him right now. It's there's more. It, it's since the knee, like we said earlier, since the knee, something's off, and it's like okay, if something's off, put him on the fucking IL, right. like.
0: There's so many times the management of the IL list has been fucking horrendous. Thank you. Another reason
1: why we should get Jock Peterson.
0: Well, speaking of additions to this team,
1: no, get it because he he stashes people on the IL for his fantasy team.
0: Oh, and that was good the whole joke. That was, was that good. That, that, was that was good. That was pretty solid. That was oh pretty come solid. on. Yeah. Okay. For those of you that don't know the the Jock Peterson <laughs> fantasy football. Yeah. Uh, he got Scandal. slapped
1: in the face by Tommy Pham because he uh fucking stashes people
0: on the IL or whatever. Right, right. Uh, go look it up if you don't know about it, because <laughs> I don't want to go and explain it. Well, he's soon to be a White Sox, so you really should look it up. So. Well, well. Speaking of, oh God, I could only wish. Um, <laughs> considering of wishing, um, there's a lot of things that I could wish for for this team, especially in regard to acquisitions. Um, the Segway game. Let's. Let's play a fun little game to wrap up this pod, Tom, since we're hitting the hour mark right now. Yes. What – say let's let's put in fictional baseball characters into the picture as well for the White Sox. Who are two people that you would really love to see fictional baseball characters – That would be perfect fits for the Chicago White Sox right now.
1: First of all, I love this question because there's no realistic fix to this team. Um, so so just go into fantasy land. Exactly, we might as well. Team, we might as well go into imagination (laughs) land. Baby, that is the best way to fix the team. Um, okay. So I I know you've got a couple. I've got a couple. Let's go one 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 one. Okay. Okay. So unless if you have three, you go first. Okay, I'm gonna go first. Look, I need. Benny the Jet Rodriguez and I'll tell you why. Because this team is missing Grinder Ball, baby. Like this team needs Grindr some try ball. hard, oh fucking Jesus. bullshit. Like show up every day,
0: love of the game type. Heart shit. Party like it's two thousand five. Exactly. Here we bro. go. You're gonna like, start singing the Super Bowl Shuffle soon kind too, of aren't fucking you? Shit,
1: you know this. I like that's what the team's missing. And I, I, you may laugh, but look, like the team's missing. That's hilarious. The team's missing heart,
0: bro. Yeah. Where's
1: the fucking heart?
0: All right, all right. You want to bring up heart? Benny the Jet. You want to bring up Hart?
1: Sandlot. Sorry, I'm done.
0: Yes, (laughs) you're going with Benny the Jet Rodriguez from the Sandlot. Okay, you want to talk about Heart, Heart and Soul of a team. Okay, I'm going with G Baby from Hardball Baby. That's what this team names. R.I.P. By the way, R.I.P. G Baby. He died. But Cabrini Green, G Baby, took him too soon. Would be the perfect addition to this team, just lifting up the morale. Hometown kid, hometown kid, exactly, <laughs> man. What what is more fitting for this ball club than someone that you know maybe doesn't have all the talent in the world, but is going to bring the best out of everybody? And that's what G Baby would bring to the White Sox. So that's my first pick right there. It's G Baby from that's hardball.
1: actually a phenomenal pick. Um, and I I've got another one lined up here, but can I sidebar? This yes. isn't my official pick, okay? But Keanu Reeves as the manager—he's
0: available. You know what? Let's, <laughs> let's swap out a, a a drunk driver for a gambling addict. That's yes. a really good idea for the well. Look,
1: off. if he well, let's say let's say that we pick up Keanu and he's he's betting on the team or whatever, right? He would want the team to win
0: if he placed bets on them. Oh, he could be betting against them too. Oh, fuck! This right. goes both fuck. ways.
1: No, I, I am... run pro, <laughs> I am pro picking up Keanu Reeves as the manager, bro. Okay, but it that's worked. not your it official wor- pick. That's not my official not pick. your official Thank pick. Thank you. Okay. What is your official pick? Back on track. Wild thing. From Major League. There you go. Okay, we... That's what
0: this is. What Joe Kelly was supposed I to be. For I was us. gonna say, I don't want to add another bullpen piece <laughs> 20 minutes ago, but wild thing.
1: But okay, look. Okay, so again, we're in fictional fantasy land, right? Okay, <laughs> so if we could get a guy out the pen that just fucking gas, just gas, bro. That gets people hype, right?
0: Right. What Joe Kelly should have been, right? What?
1: That's what Joe Kelly was supposed God, to be. God, has been so bad. Bring back the fucking goggles. I'm sick of this contact bullshit that Joe Kelly's trying to do. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't need the glasses anymore because we got pitch calm in my ear. So I don't need to see the signs. Put your fucking glasses back on. No, that's
0: a really good point.
1: Put your fucking glasses on or go get LASIK. LASIK
0: LASIK Lopez.
1: Exactly. Talk to Raylo, bro.
0: Exactly. Talk to Raylo.
1: Tell like he can preach the gospel of LASIK surgery, bro. Like that's if that's what you need, that's what you need. Clearly, like I don't know if you need eye drops. Like the contacts can be fucking. You know when you're Drying first, out. especially yeah. when you're first trying contacts. Bro's been a like glasses wearer his whole life, and he decided once he's on the White Sox, hey, let me try contacts. Fuck you, bro. You could have waited till next season. Like goddamn, Man. wait till the off season. This almost sounds like a bone to pick, Tom. It just came. It came out of me. I don't know. I like the Wild Thing comparison was too strong. I couldn't help it. Anyway, Wild Thing Major League. That's my second pick.
0: All right. You ready for my second pick?
1: Well, wait, let's run it down really quick. We had Benny the Jet Rodriguez. We had G-Baby. G-Baby. Good call. You need heart and soul. And we got Wild Thing. Okay. All right.
0: Who's next? We're talking about the White Sox needing some offensive production. Okay. True. Who? So, did you ever grow up playing backyard baseball?
1: Oh yes!
0: Who is the most OP bat? Pablo, baby. Pablo Sanchez, yes. Baby. Pablo Sanchez from Backyard Baseball would be the perfect fit. That's amazing for this ball club, man. Just they, dingers. They, just dingers. Just the most absolute OP bat. It's he doesn't incredible. even need power ups, man. No, nope. when he gets a power up. Oh man. Good night. That ball's going to the Dan Ryan. Yes. Uh, so yes. Pablo Sanchez is my second pick. If you grew up playing backyard baseball, if you know, you know.
1: That's so good. That is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Okay. Well, I mean, I those were my two. You seem like you're ready to fire off another one here. Nope. Okay okay, okay. okay. Two is good. But I like I like the idea of picking up uh if you're going to backyard baseball, we keep getting caught stealing, bro. Actually, we have, we just in the last couple of series, we got caught stealing. Mm-hmm. What about Pete Wheeler? The, Pete like, Wheeler. The little guy. I think it's Pete. But like, yeah. he's the guy who just like, like the redhead that like was dumb but could run fast. Yep. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
1: Dude, it was always for me, it was uh, get him on second base and then just like steal and then like run back and forth until the other team throws the ball away and
0: yep. then you steal third and steal home. <laughs> Absolutely, there were definitely some hacks to that game. Most definitely,
1: yeah, it wasn't a perfect game, but it was my perfect game. Absolutely, (laughs) I mean Pablo Sanchez basically bats a thousand, so you can't go wrong. Oh yeah,
0: oh shit. Well, final thoughts, Tom, as we wrap this thing up. You know,
1: I um happy to have you
0: back. I'm happy to be back. I um
1: it's a good time always, and uh, you know I. Wish you could bring some fucking good luck. You were great luck in in San Francisco, so yep, you're yep. going to the ballpark today. That's going to be good luck for us, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I mean, let's bring. Let's we need some kind of fucking mojo, baby. So I know, like,
0: I know. Well, I'm hope. Yeah, I'm hoping that. God, as weird as this sounds, we split with Detroit. That sounds absolutely Ooh. disgusting. Um, Barf. But yeah, I'm hoping to be back at. Well, I'm not hoping to be back at the ballpark. I'm about to leave for the ballpark right after this, uh-huh. and then uh, hopefully another dub. Cause in my last five games, I'm four and one.
1: I am not. I think I've lost. I don't think I've seen the Sox win in
0: person this year, have I? I don't think so. Gave you an option to go today, Tom, and you (laughs) you turned it down. I know. I know. All right. As we always say, Tom, in Han we trust. Go to a game soon with me. You must. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. We will see you all next week. Bye-bye.